0: Hit the shot from half court MVP of all sports Coach put me in the game You know I'm the truth Born the field. Competition know the deal Coach put me in the game Coach put me in the game Coach put me in the game Welcome to the game. Coach Sterling Coach English Show Me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Staley and English show featuring Coach Kurtz, now powered by Defy Life. Visit GoDefyLife.com for all kinds of contact. Check out the new Staley and English show featuring Coach Kurt's webpage and blog at www.GoDefyLife.com, where if you're not defying life, what is your life about? My name is Coach English, and we are here. Just found out that we are in a whole bunch of countries, me and my bros. We have made it overseas, and uh, very excited about that it is our one year anniversary show um it, it's it's been an amazing ride so far we hope to continue to bring you this show for the next couple of years but in here with my boy josh my boy micah we're gonna start off as we always do every single show coach staley how's the week
1: all is well man god is good like always i um, making it through the week week not as long because of um labor day we had on monday um, family's good, kids are healthy, wife is happy, for the most part. Um, my Florida State Seminoles took it on the chin pretty hard Monday night, took me about a whole day. I, it took me all of yesterday to um, to recover from that. So I'm, I'm definitely still trying to recover from my nose, but um, other than that, man, all is well. Just really grateful for us to um, make it through a whole year with this show has been a great experience. How things going with you, Michael?
2: Everything is good. Everything is good. I'm excited. I'm excited for this show. One year anniversary. I mean, that's crazy. It feels like we just started. And um, when Coach English sent uh, some of the analytics from the show, I mean, it's crazy to see all of the different countries that uh, this show's been uh, been listened to and downloaded in. So shout out to all of our viewers or listeners. Shout out to, to... all of the countries and everybody that has tuned in and out. it's exciting to be able to be a part of this with you guys for sure.
1: Amen.
0: Coach E, how was your week going? Man, my week's been pretty good, man. Um, we, we made uh, a lot of things happen over the last week. Like Coach Kirk said, we are in a couple of countries. Found out that we are in Ireland, Italy, Spain, Japan. Korea, Russia, France, India, Brazil, England, Australia, Canada, Latvia, Germany, the DR, Algeria, Iran, and the list goes on and on, man. It, it was really exciting to see that first off. And, um, you know, they say we, we talked about it on the last podcast, you know, lifelong winners and some of the things that go into that. And, um, Coach Staley and Coach Kurtz brought up, you guys brought up the point of moving in silence. We just made a move to, um, uh, the five life, uh, podcast network, which from the first two hours of them posting us underneath their platform, we ended up with 40 downloads in the first two hours. Um, and as well as we are now on every single, we are now on every single podcast platform except I Heart media, which is in the works right now. So, um, you know, the fire life has really treated us good. And I'm, I'm really excited to have got that deal done with them, that partnership done with them on the same week of our anniversary. So it's actually pretty big for us. And I'm really excited about that. And so that's pretty much made my week a great week to, to, to be completely honest. Um, so um, we're going to do our best today on this anniversary show to bring you a couple of uh, points from, to bring us, to bring you a couple of points from our uh best shows and our feelings about our best shows and, um, or our favorite shows that we've done. But of course, you know, the format we're going to start off with our current events and Josh, go ahead and take that.
1: Okay. So we want to, I'm going to quickly, um, touch on how, um, happy I am. I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm happy and I'm very impressed with the way Nike handled the Colin Kaepernick situation and making him the face of their Just Do It anniversary because I've already seen the commercial that they're going to air tomorrow night um at the beginning of um NFL kickoff on um, the NFL kick season kickoff and and it's, I just think it's amazing because it's it's so much bigger than football and it's so much bigger than sports it's bigger than Nike it's bigger than Colin Kaepernick and Nike took a very Brave stand, they, they stood for something. You know, that's like the quote that's going around with Colin right now, Brother Kaepernick, you know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And he sacrificed all, he sacrificed his NFL career to stand for something that he sincerely believed in. And whether you agree with it or not, um, I think at this point, we should be beyond hijacking the narrative and saying he was disrespecting the flag. He was not disrespecting the flag. He was not disrespecting the country. He was using his American right, his constitutional right to protest against social um and racial injustice and civil injustice in this country. And it looks just when people thought he was dead, um, Nike stepped up and did something that I think is gonna um be gonna to, gonna to be a beacon for change, um, in this country, whether whether people want it or not. What's your thoughts on it, Micah?
2: Hey, I mean it's I think it's I think it's awesome where I mean, there's there's many, many, many people that think, in order to be successful, they need to ad- adhere to different stereotypes and different policies, and and not stand up for what they think is right. And they think, uh, even if I think what what this is is wrong, even though I think something's going on is wrong, I need to. I need to just toe the line so that I can keep my job, I can I can get promoted, I can do this, I can do that and and not not only not only in professional sports like Colin Kaepernick was, but in all types of professions and jobs. And there's many people that think like that where hey, I don't want to upset my boss. I don't want to upset I don't want to upset somebody even if what I believe that they are doing is wrong. And they think, because I don't want to upset them because then I'll lose my job. And to see what happened with Colin Kaepernick, for him to make a lot of people uncomfortable and end up being, quote unquote, I mean, it's it's under litigation and everything, for him to be blackballed from the NFL because of what he was standing up for, what he believed in, was right for him to be blackballed and lose his job, but then for a company like Nike to say, hey, we believe in you, we believe it. We, we believe in what you're standing up for. I think it, it helps some people, I, I, I hope that it helps people see, hey, even if you're going against the grain, but if you're standing up for what you believe in, things can work out all right and I mean so shout out to shout out to Colin Kaepernick obviously for taking a stand on what he believes in, which I believe is what he believes in it is it is a real problem in America. and then shout out for to Nike for 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 standing beside him even when they're already getting a lot of backlash. they're already getting a lot of backlash from for, for making this move. Uh, talking about how oh that's gonna hurt business, oh their stock's gonna drop. Well, A, I don't think it is gonna that is gonna hurt business. A, I don't think it is gonna hurt their stock. Nike is a for-profit company that is very, 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 very smart and they're making a calculated move, but they're also shout out to them for standing by standing behind somebody who is standing up for his American rights. And I mean, the last thing I have to say is I got a lot of Nike shoes. I got a lot of Nike clothes. I love Nike. I hear a lot of people that are upset with this campaign, um, maybe getting rid of their Nike stuff. So, I mean, if anybody has some new or gently used Nike sneakers size 11 and a half <laughs>
1: Gently used.
2: Large. <laughs> large shirts and pants, uh I am accepting all Nike gear that anybody wants to get rid of.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm accepting all medium pants, medium shirts. <laughs> 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 whatever you guys, whatever you guys are offering. Coach E, what are your thoughts on um
0: Brother Kaepernick and Nike, man? Well I think it's a it's a huge deal and, and you know you for all the all the reasons you guys said I actually took some time to listen to what some of the pundits said and some of the some of the comments that was made on 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 social media. And uh, I find the people that are burning their stuff completely or, or tearing the stuff up like that's just I, I just don't see the use in that. You already paid for it. You already paid Nike for it. So that money's already done. Why would you, I don't see the reason? I don't see the reason for doing that. Um, I, I listened to um, some of the pundits say, hey, look, um, or, or the narrative be um, that uh, Nike's stock has dropped by two percent. And Max Kellerman brought up the point on, on uh, first tape yesterday. He says, well, yeah, Nike stock was down two two percent yesterday. But so was Adidas stock. You know, people are using this as a point to push a narrative when in the essence of things in that market yesterday was just a bad day overall so it's not nike stock didn't go down yesterday because of people not doing something or selling shares or everything else because at the end of the day if you own a nike stock i'm pretty certain you're not selling it because you know you're making money off of that i've watched that stock I actually you know, deal in the stock market a little bit. And I've actually been watching that stock for a very long time. It has never gone into the red as a negative on any day until yesterday. And, but when you look across everything, it, if you're looking at the narrative, you could say, well, he was the reason for that. Or yesterday was just a bad day overall um, for the athletic industry. Cause overall pretty much everybody was down by 2%. Next point I want to bring up is I really applaud um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it. If you haven't, I tried to queue it up, but I couldn't. I couldn't get it downloaded in time for the show. But Serena Williams um, and LeBron James yesterday addressed um, the the uh, the Nike campaign in regards to Colin Kaepernick and said some very bold things. Um, and I was very impressed with the fact uh, with that. But you know, there was no surprise because they continue to lead the way on social change, so to speak. Um, And I just think it's a good thing. Some people question the timing of it. Um, Stephen A. Smith, oddly enough, said that this, the timing of it is kind of strange. Where was Nike at two years ago? And Max Kellerman brought up the point that he said, well, the 30th anniversary wasn't two years ago. So, you know, you, 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 whatever it is you want this to be, I think you can see it as, but me personally, I see it as a plus for, for Colin Kaepernick. For Nike, for everybody involved, for um, starting some form of, of social conversation, because now you can't ignore it. See NFL, you wanted to blackball them. Nike been paying them for the last however long. You know what I'm saying? Just to drop this campaign, and we'll continue to pay him. You know, so either way, it worked. I I think it's a great it's a great thing, and I'm really enjoying this moment um, right now.
2: Yeah, and um, and last thing on that is like. You can't. Nike's awesome for doing this, but I'm not going to sit here and say that they're just doing this and, and making them the face of their campaign because they're big on this social issue. Nike is a mega, mega, mega company, and they got m- tons of analysts. And I'm sure all of their analysts said, "Hey, the majority of the people who buy our gear are." to 35-year-olds, and the majority of the people that are in that 16- to 35-year-old range also see those social issues that Colin Kaepernick sees, they see it in the same view. So this is going to help our brand. So Nike knows what they're doing as far as from a business perspective as well. It's awesome that they are siding with Colin Kaepernick, but it's also... I, and I love Nike. I wear Nike, but I'm not going to sit here and say that they're just going out and potentially risking their brand to side to side with Colin Kaepernick. I think they also are very smart businessmen, and they they understand that siding with, with Colin Kaepernick and putting him as the face of their brand is also going to be very, very good for business. So, I mean, it is what it is, and it, I think it's good for, for what Colin Kaepernick's trying to bring awareness to, but it's also it, nike understands that it's going to be good for their business and just because they dropped 2% the other day uh, i it's not going to hurt their business at all
1: yeah i think my final point is i think you're 100% right i think it's a it's a business side and it's a social side to it like you said nike they're not dummies they're not fools so obviously they know it's going to, it's, it was probably going to be some negative backlash but they're thinking not short term, but long term, and um, they know it's going to be good. But the beautiful part behind this, I do think, and whether it was all business or not, just the perception, just the element of the largest sneaker company in the world standing up for social injustices, especially against people of color, um, minorities in America, sends an alarming message across the country. And you know what, it, it, and it can't be ignored. It can't be ignored because people that's against what Colin Kaepernick stood for, because see, on, at this point, you know what Colin Kaepernick stood for. So if you are against it, you're against what he stood for. You can't keep saying, missing the narrative on why he was standing up saying it was about the flag and the troops, it never was about that. You're actually against um making sure everyone has equity and equality as far as social social and um civil justice justice in this country so you're against that that's fine though everyone has the right to feel their way i'm not going to combat hate with hate but um it is it was a business move for nike and in the same breath it was it's it's a huge and monumental um stand for nike uh-huh. to stand behind something like this even when even when we didn't even get the support from the NFL or our president um, concerning the issue that we were standing for. So kudos to Nike. I respect you. I know you went to make some money on it also because I'm about to go buy me a couple of more pair of um, Vapor Vapor Max. I'm going to buy my sons a couple more pair of Nikes and I'm getting them new Kobe 360. So I'm going to help your stock go back up that two percent. Um, probably by myself within the next two weeks. <laughs> the sure. well, next then,
2: two and then, and then to go on, on your lines, I mean, what when, – when Colin Kaepernick started kneeling and then other players did, and then – I mean, the NFL did not support them at all. And a lot of the narrative that they, even they – not just the individual owners, but the actual message from the NFL was very – was very against the players taking these the taking a knee for social injustices and what I was very and now that Nike has signed this deal with Colin Kaepernick and put him as the face of this campaign the NFL I just Googled, I heard it on the radio this morning and I just had to google it now they came out with a statement from their executive vice president and she says Here's her statement, quote, The National Football League believes in dialogue, understanding, and unity. We embrace the role and responsibility of everyone involved with this game to promote meaningful, positive change in our communities. The social justice issues that Colin and other professional athletes have raised deserve our attention and action. That quote, I think that's a very positive quote behind what these players are, are that have been kneeling have been trying to look for. That quote, the NFL was not putting that message out three months ago, one month ago, three months ago, last year, when it was the players were just when they were taking it upon themselves to, to kneel. But now, when a company like Nike that is worth billions of billions of dollar. Dollars has put their face and their campaign and their money behind Colin Kaepernick. Now the NFL is like, whoa, whoa. we need to, we maybe need to change our stance and our narrative on this. And so, from that perspective, is big that Nike has done that, and has been as big that now these multi-billion-dollar companies like the NFL are like hey we we need to we need to place a little more uh understanding on where these players and what are coming from with these social injustices so that was very i i I thought that was a very different statement and quote and pr statement from the nfl than they've they put out in the past year or two
1: no doubt no doubt so um Coach Egoe, get us started, man, on how we' um, gonna do the show this time, and um, we can get through this thing and hopefully give our listeners something they enjoy. All
0: right, we're gonna we're gonna recap. We're pretty much gonna recap our uh, last year. Um, our with our top five downloaded shows. Each one of us had a favorite out of those top five that we're gonna talk about. We're kind of gonna lead the discussion about um, get in and uh, uh kind of talk about what the highlights were from that show and kind of bring up a little piece of that discussion. And then we'll go on, um, our top five shows our top rated shows were, um, the number five rated show was maximum maximizing potential. Number four was the individual development plan. Number three was protecting our woman. Number two was to pay or not to pay. And number one was putting kids first. Um, coach staley will start us off um he'll talk about he's going to be talking about the episode we had on protecting our women which was our third rated show go ahead coach so so i appreciate that man
1: um i'll go first like i always do and uh you know that show ho-hum that sir what'd you say coachy Uh nothing. Nothing. Nothing, Mr. Staley. Go ahead, Coach Staley. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So that show was my favorite show, man. Protecting our women. I'm not gonna lie, because it allowed us to only look at things from a man's perspective without being a bigot, without being um a sexist, without being um offensive. Um it allowed me to really get into my element and talk about something I feel um animate about as an imperfect as as much of an imperfect being I am it kind of really like improved me as a person after um talking on that um show man and really expressing my points and it was really important to me because I do feel as men we have to um continue to fight to do a great job and do a better job of protecting our women of honoring our women and not just protecting and honoring our women teaching our sons teaching the young men we mentor the young men we teach um to to value and, pr- and protect the women that they're they come in contact with that they're going to come in contact with that they're going to have relationships with so that really weighed heavy on me being the fact that now that i have three sons you know um that's something that's really big because I, I talk to my sons often man about valuing and protecting women and 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 putting them on the pedestal that they deserve to be on, protecting their mom, respecting their mom, honoring their mom, making sure their mom knows that when, when, they, when they become men, she's never going to have anything to worry about, anything to want for. So that show is big for me because we have to, as men, ensure that Go we ahead. are protecting our women, honoring our women, loving our women, and being everything they need us to be. Does that mean women are helpless? No, but I do think... Sometimes we get away from some of the fundamental lessons of life, of of of, of relationships and knowing that the man is supposed to be that provider. And I'm not talking about from a financial sense. I'm just talking about from an overall perspective, you know, provide and be everything your woman needs you to be. And that's why I really, really enjoyed that show, because it allowed us to give everything from a man's for sex perspective in it with with all positive energy, with all honor to women. And that show always is going to um, stick out to me. And I appreciate you guys doing it with me. It was just, it was just beautiful. It was great, man. It was great. That's, that's what I got to say on that piece.
0: I thought that that show was a big show for, for all of us. um, Especially I know me and, you know, like we talk about my father being around, but um, the fact that my mom did the, my mom and my grandmother kind of did the primary raising of me and my brother um, and my sister. Um, And then, uh, I have uh, young. I have shoot my daughters. A, one of my oldest girl is a freshman in high school now. That's blowing my mind at the moment. But it really, it it, it really ha- gave me an opportunity to speak on um, uh, uh, what we can do as men to to help breed a better society. To, to help young men, which we come in contact with as coaches every day, treat our women with the thought in mind of my daughters and not only that um paying homage to my own mom and grandmother as well as well as you know trying to let my daughters feel valued and to learn how to be treated to to demand to be treated correctly themselves so that was one of my favorite shows as well um micah
2: i mean I, i i just appreciate you guys uh and obviously we're working with uh coach daly for the last few years and his influence on me on just being a better person and being a better boyfriend to fiance and now newly married uh, newly wed and husband. I mean, Coach Daly has been an unbelievable influence on me on how to how to be a great great husband because he's a great husband to his uh, to his wife and a great father to his family and and it's because of his morals and his beliefs on how he puts the women in his life first and so um i mean and we'll get to that topic in a minute but uh one of our other shows where we talked about maximizing potential and one of the one of the big things that we talked about in that show was where you are the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with the most and just being around you guys has made me a better boyfriend, a fiance to now husband to my beautiful wife Whitney and so I appreciate the influence that you guys have had on me on how to treat women for sure.
1: Yeah, no doubt, man. We 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 definitely make each other better and that show was really was really good for us and 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 like you said, I'm glad you always bring that up about surrounding ourselves with people that 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 make us better, man. Um so, Coach Kurtz, man, what was one of the shows that stood out to you that you want to share with our listeners?
2: Yeah, I thought that this, the show that we uh, did on maximize, maximizing not only our potential, but the potential of those that we come in contact with was an awesome show. We were blessed to have one of my role models and my younger brother, Luke, on the show. And he's, I mean, he's my younger brother, but he's he's wise beyond his years and he's been a huge uh, influence on my life. And he was on the show as well. And we talked about just, uh, just from the perspective as we as coaches maximizing our student athletes' potential. And one thing that we really focused on is, I mean, it seems to be more prevalent nowadays where. We always have, we as coaches, the majority of our listeners are coaches. We talk about, oh, all of our kids on our team think they're college basketball players. All of the kids on our, on our team think that they're Division One players. And, and we kind of be are kind of pessimistic towards that. And we kind of talked about in our show where we spun it where, hey, Our goal as coaches and as mentors to to young people is to maximize their potential in everything they do. And one way that you are not maximizing their potential is shooting down their dreams. And that doesn't mean that we should sit there and completely blow their head up with false dreams. But if they have a big, scary dream, we need to be honest with them, and talk to them about. Hey, so your dream, one thing that we talked about in the show. So, say for example, you're a five-six basketball player. His dream is to play in the NBA. Okay, so your dream, five-six player, is to play in the NBA. That's a big dream. The odds are stacked against you. You're, the the odds for you to, for that to happen are very very slim. So here's what we need to do to give you the best chance to be successful. You need to be in the gym every morning. You need to be focused on developing your athleticism with your strength and speed and power and agility year round. You need to have the absolute best grades and best test scores to give you the best potential to play in college. You need to be the absolute best teammate possible because every odd is stacked against you. So, but if you do all of those things, I'm not going to be the one that's going to sit here and shoot down your dreams. If you do all of those things, you can, at least, you can definitely look at yourself and say, I had this big dream. Whether I made it or not, I did everything in my power to help me reach that dream. And even if you don't reach that dream, that kid is going to be, has a, have a sense of accomplishment where they say, hey, I did everything in my power to reach that dream. Whether it worked out or not, it is what it is. But I shot, and Coach Daly had a quote in the show, where you, you you shoot for the, what was it? You shoot for the moon and end up in the stars. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having, High, high dreams, big, scary dreams, if, even if the odds are extremely stacked against you. Because even if, even if you don't reach that ultimate dream, by you being dedicated to your goals, you're going to be a success, and the success is going to come. So that's the one thing that we talked about with, with maximizing the potential in our players and our athletes and our students, is don't shoot down their dreams, talk to them and be honest about their dreams and tell them how hard they're going to have to work and support them and say, Hey, this is your dream. I'm going to be 100% supportive, but this is what you need to do to have a chance, have a chance to reach your dream. I'm not going to say if you do this, 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 and this, you're going to make that reach that dream, but this is going to enable you to have a chance. And that's what we, I think that's, why all of us got into this profession, the majority of our listeners, our coaches or our teachers. And I mean, that's what our, I I like to term that is one of our, that is one of our job descriptions is we are a purveyor of dreams. And we have many, many young people that are trusting us with helping them reach their maximize, maximizing their potential. And if we shoot down their dreams, um, we're not doing our job, and I, I made a. I, I listened to that show before uh, before the show tonight, and one thing that I talked about was, I had a kid. We got a kid that graduated. From, uh, he just graduated last year. One of the um most hardest working kids that I've ever been around. He transferred to us in the beginning of his sophomore year. Um, t- is not blessed with much. Natural athleticism, and his senior year with us, he benched 300 pounds. He's a football player, benched 300 pounds and squatted 500 pounds and the first at the end of his senior year. And as soon as he did that, obviously he was excited. He PR'd. he already put up big numbers. He came to me and he said, "I cannot believe I did that." He goes, "I remember when I was a sophomore." I rattled off three or four coaches' names, said, these coaches told me I would never be a 300-pound bencher, I would never be a 500-pound squatter because of my body type. And he goes, that stuck with me. And I thought about that every day that I came in the gym and every day I came in the weight room, and it motivated me to prove them wrong. And he did, and he's now gone on, he's playing college football, he's playing at a junior college in California, Send me a message, he's the, captain of his, he's the captain of his team. He started last week because of his hard work and work ethic. But for what I say about that is he's different than 90% of the other kids because he's very, very, very intrinsically motivated. The other 90% of kids, if a coach shot down their dreams like that and said, you're never going to do that, you're never going to do that, they would take him for their word. And their dreams would be limited. And we as coaches need to understand the power of our words. And we should never shoot down somebody's dreams. Should we be realistic and tell them how difficult it's going to make be to reach those dreams? Yes. But we want to, our job is to be purveyor of dreams. And help them reach those dreams.
1: I agree, man. I agree even through us doubting what we think a person can do we still should make sure we are fueling their their dreams and their goals and and, and pushing them to be that through through realistic perspectives and let that realistic perspective turn into um, chasing unbelievable dreams you know unbelievable dreams never come true unless we chase them man so. Yeah, that show was big to me because I'm a firm believer in that, man. I always look at what I can get out of a kid and what a kid can't do. And when you have that perspective with what you do with the people you deal with, I think you'll get way more out of them. So that show was big for me. That show was big. Coach E, what you got? Just
2: last thing on that, from my perspective, I'll let you go, Coach E, but like, there's no better place to arm kids to be success in life and through hard work in the weight room and through teamwork in in sports and competition. So just because they don't reach whatever high athletic goal that they have, if their goal is to play professional or college, but if they work as hard as they can to reach those and it doesn't work out, the benefits of going through the goal setting, that overcoming obstacles, that teamwork, that accountability – going to carry over to anything they do in life. So for you to shoot them down is, is just just because they may not reach that athletic goal, all of the benefits that can come from shooting for that goal is going to carry over into every other aspect in life is is instrumental. And so, yeah, I mean, I think we, we look at it from the big picture of that as coaches and teachers um, and role models. I mean, you should never shoot down these kids' dreams for sure.
0: And I think that's a uh, that's a good segue into um, the topic I was talking about, which is um, uh, which is putting kids first. Um, in in all of those comments that you guys have made just now, everything was talking about the kids, um, uh, fostering uh, goals. And, and helping them to achieve these goals and uh, helping them build themselves up to be positive uh, young young adults, you know, because it's men and women, young men and young women that we ha- happen to come in contact with. Um, and on that, on, on that particular show, Putting Kids First, we really, you know, went in on the fact that, you know, we need, people need to put the needs of the players above personal agendas. That's what coach we as coaches need to do. We need to make sure that we are always putting the needs of the player uh, ahead of our own personal agendas. And, uh, Micah, you said earlier, you know, we, we, we're we always bringing up the fact of our circle and, and, and you are the average of the five people around you. And in my circle, I, I don't think anybody – We care about wins and losses, but I think the overall for wins and losses is in our kids. I think we count more wins and losses in the kids that succeed versus the kids that don't. And we even try to find ways to help those that don't because the needs of the player succeeds the needs of us as coaches. Um, Josh, you brought up a point in that show that says everything you say to a kid needs to promote the kid's growth. Everything we do as coaches needs to promote the growth of the kid, of the player, whether it's athletically, academically, and definitely, and and, and definitely personally. Um, um, What kind of young men are we, and young women are we building? What are we putting out? What is our product going to be when, this is all said and done. You know, when these kids leave us after four years or five years some, or six years in some cases of these kids being around us, what have they learned from us that they're going to take out and pay forward into the community? Um, on that show, I talked about the fact that, you know, my team feeds the, uh, the thing I'm most proud of with my team for that for that year was during that year was um, them feeding the homeless for Thanksgiving and the joy it gave them. In doing it and the enthusiasm we had in doing it, that type of experience is going to pay dividends for those kids going forward. And, you know, that show was near and dear to my heart because, you know, I think sometimes, uh, uh, like I said on the show, my principal says it, uh, my my former principal used to say it all the time, um, that you got to choose one, either you're going to be a coach or you're going to be a social worker. And I kind of don't believe that. I believe that there's a balance in between there where you have a different relationship with these kids that gives you an opportunity to be um, that father figure and mentor to these kids that some of these kids really need, especially the ones, especially with the lack of fathers that we come across in the educational system today. Um, so I, that those are my thoughts on that show. Um uh, Josh, you want to get in there? No, man, I, I completely agree that that show of,
1: of, of putting kids first is huge. And it did tie in so closely, you know, to what Michael was talking about. So those shows were huge, man. And again, I, I just want to really thank our listeners for, for giving us the motivation to continue to hopefully give you guys some words and some statements and comments and, even laughter that will help you out in your um daily walk of life. Though we are all connected through sports um on this show as as men, we're friends first. You know, we're fathers first. We're brothers first. We're sons first. And I think that's why we've been blessed to um continue to grow in this show. So I'm really grateful to get this first year up under our belt. And I am extremely excited about what's to come. We're gonna keep digging and we're not gonna um stop and i'm just that's all i really got for this show i'm just going to end it with that shout out right there thank you guys for getting us through this first year and we're not celebrating now because we're going to keep grinding to try to give you something to help y'all in the future shout outs Micah.
2: yeah thank you thank you all to all of our listeners and all the countries for sure we appreciate uh we appreciate you guys tuning in and uh and as always we would love any feedback put feedback on uh on the reviews on itunes and then just definitely send us an email with any feedback and any show topics because i think a couple of our best topics and best shows have been topics that we've gotten from the listeners for sure so we want to make this as interactive as possible for sure so we appreciate the listeners we appreciate all of you i appreciate Coach Taley and Coach English for allowing me to be a part of this show for sure and, and for being a couple of the guys that are my, my circle of five that that, that I'm, the, I'm the average of you five guys. You two out of you, the five guys that I spend the most time around and I know that you guys make me better and you guys help maximize my, my potential. Last thing last thing uh, I'll leave it on to go off kind of that is I tweeted this out the other day and this was a quote that uh, that I read that I mean it, 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 it was it it was deep and because I mean I'm not gonna say that I mean I I wanna be somebody that supports everybody's success, but there are times that we as humans, I mean I look at other people and I'm like, hey, I wish I had what he has. Why why is he so successful? But this great this great quote is Supporting another person's success will never dampen your own success. And that's just something that, that I've been thinking about. where it, it's deep. Amen. Uh, uh, and I tell my athletes, you guys are successful, I'm gonna be your biggest cheerleader. And that's, I think. I think all of us in life, if you support other people's success, it's gonna lead, it's not gonna hurt your own success for sure. And it's definitely gonna—it's definitely gonna help you be a success in life. So, supporting another person's success will never dampen your own success.
0: Amen. Amen. Take us out, Coachy. E. Uh, uh, shouts out uh, once again. I'm gonna echo the same thing. Shouts out to our listeners, especially our loyal listeners who constantly give us topics, like Micah said. And like Josh said, honestly, without you guys, we would not be able to continue to bring you the show and the content. And we would never see the growth of this show that we've seen. Um, You guys that, you know, everybody that's been with us from day one or or day 366, um, we appreciate every single one of our listeners and many in all the many countries. I want to give a shout out to them. I want to give a shout out once again to Gold Delight, golddefylife.com for bringing us under their network. It was a, a, a definitely growth on our end. Um that that it was definitely them that fostered some of this growth that we've seen within the past week for our anniversary. Um, and you know, we're going to go ahead and we get, we're going to get out of here, but if you could listen for a couple of minutes after, if you got some time to listen a couple of minutes after We've done uh, uh, the ending. We I put some. Uh, we put some clips. Some uh, some clips from our favorite. Pretty much some of our favorite funniest, more serious tone. Some just some clips from the shows over the past year. Or so, um, if you want to join the conversation, you know what it is. Um, hit us at the Staley and English Show. That's the Staley A N D English Show at gmail.com. Um, you can hit us on social media on all of the many um, on every single social media platform. That's where we are. Um, hey we are now on um, not only are we on iTunes but we are now on Spreaker YouTube, Google Play uh, Music Overcast um, and about three or four other ones Um, if you go if you have Alexa all you have to do is say Alexa please play the Stalian English show and I promise you Alexa will play the Stalian English show for you Um, but as always as always put God first. put God first everything else will follow Peace. God bless, man. Y'all be safe. Shout out to all the dads
1: who squat in khaki shorts, man. Love y'all. Peace. Man,
0: cut that out, man. Cut it out. Just cut it out. You are listening to the best of the Staley in English show.
1: <laughs> LeBron, but they both make each other a lot of cash, yeah. so they they tolerate it, but I think that D-Way Lebron was 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 pretty significant. Yeah, I, I put
2: that as number one now that you've you brought it the, up. Yeah, yeah. When now you like, look at
1: it as far as significant
2: of team. don't the Lakers. They had gone to three out of five. Well, finals, say this. Or four out of five finals, one three out of five. But
0: I, well, it I wasn't. Come, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> well, then I wasn't. It was Then I will come back at you with this one. Then then we got to go down the list to the Jordan Pippen for that two years that he was out that Jordan was out, that would be a hold seven. Hold on now. Hold that's on like now. A, don't, don't that's do like that. Don't do not and then a return. Because before that's the like show, you said Jordan return. Pippen wasn't a breakup. I don't... Think, no, the, because the, I wasn't the, looking at it from... You, I wasn't looking at it from the aspect in which you just said like you y'all just. I, I believe you brought some enlightenment. I believe Jordan.
1: I think Jordan and Pippen might be the biggest breakup if, in NBA history. If you think system. about it,
2: if you, if Cause cause they, they were them, guaranteed to win eight in a row, they
1: were oh going to God, win like, eight in a row. There Here's was the no thing. doubt. As much as I like the the, the the Hakeem Olajuwon, the Dream,
0: there was there was no. Doubt.
1: And as much as like Kenny Smith, I love that guy. Um Vernon Maxwell, these were something like Vernon Maxwell might be my favorite all time role player of all time. Him and Detlef Shrimp. Him and Detlef. And, and 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 but. What
2: about Big Shot
1: Bob? Big Shot Bob. Yeah, Big Shot Bob's good, but like Vernon Maxwell had that twinge of crazy that I loved. Yeah, and I want to tell Coach English you're welcome for educating him this show. A lot of times we take learning See, for granted. Why, why is it, always, credit, why is it always
0: you against me? Why not, is, it, always, it, it, is oh, it is always you
1: against you're me. You look like, at it the wrong way. You, <laughs> you're, you're being sensitive. Come on, Wesley. I am, up? I am not being sensitive. Being sensitive. It is just why.
0: always you against me. You always come for me.
1: You're <sighs> acting like my man on Friday after next. Like, why are you always in competition with me? Yeah, right? yeah that's, and that's, that's what I'm that. that. Why
0: are you always. Look, I'm not. You know what?
1: All right, viewers. Listeners, pardon me. Listeners. listeners. I educated you just. Listeners, you. no. Somebody said viewers the other show. I think Who it was said Coach Kurtz. Kurt, Kurt. He's I, like, I, he's I like our dozens I, of viewers. I, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so I listen. I in Mexico
0: City. It's not, it's not hey, your yeah, fault. Just, <laughs>
1: it's, not, it's not your fault. Listen, <laughs> listeners, I don't have anything against um you, Seth. Yeah,
0: please make sure. Thank okay. you. I appreciate
1: that. Um, and I want to apologize for him being so sensitive. On this show, man, um, he's, You're he's, the one that sings a, all the he's, time. He's, but he's I'm sensitive. A, he's a big you loving. The poetry on he's day, a big but laughing. I'm the one it. A big <laughs> laugh. Po- poetry <laughs> doesn't. Poetry doesn't equal. See now, you now, you now, you messing up with viewers and listeners again. There <laughs> we go. Viewers again. Listeners. Right? If you write poetry, that doesn't mean you're just sensitive. That means you can articulate and express your inner feelings in ways that others can't. So I support you. Okay, I support you. I'm, I'm going to apologize for are you in advance. a politician? In advance, man. You know, he wants to. Um, he's tough. I'm going to say he's not sensitive. He's rough. He's <laughs> tough. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's he's late '80s, mid '90s rap. He's he's tough. So um, I'm going to I'm going to um, leave it at that, man. Y'all um, will not laugh. <laughs> like y'all will not laugh. You know. Um. You know. Um. We got an audience in here laughing. No, you know? man, shout-out. I just I, I just enjoyed I my time with it, but from now shout on. Shout-out to our audience. <laughs> uh, uh, shout-out to the live audience <laughs> of the gym. But from now on, listeners, I will not say anything that's going to hurt um, oh, Coach E's feelings. Oh, please. <laughs> Until I, next week. I didn't know
0: Until it, next you know what? week. Until you know next what? week. That's what it's going to
2: be.
1: I'm just trying.
0: All Yo, I We, we, we
2: should have put a poll out there for our... Uh, for our listeners, is Coach Staley too rough on uh, Coach, Coach English? That's no we my will not.
1: Is, <laughs> we will not. He wants the pole. You I see I will his fa- not. Listeners, if you can see his face, a tear <laughs> in exactly. the tears coming out of his eye right we now. He wants a pole. We will not He wants a pole. Whose side are you on? He wants a, pole. I, refuse. Or team he wants a pole. I refuse
0: I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. More exciting than um Jason getting sexiest um author. Well that's very that's that's way more exciting than that. That's, well I want Jason to come rub some of his sexy off on no, you. Coach no, 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 no. Maybe you can no, get no, some no, of that no, sexy. Nope. No. I this th- th- <laughs> pause. Like, there is no reason why any man's sexy needs to be rubbed off on me. But I am fine. Coach Curtis, what are you pausing for? You rub off on me all the time. See, you know, you guys gotta get rid of this
1: middle school mindset, pause, though. Pause, see, pause,
0: pause. You know, God. It's, is there a big pause button we could just jump on? Because no, you're going a little bit too far over here, Coach. You need some
1: of the sexy to be rubbed no, off. No,
0: I'm, I'm good. I'm try, good. I'm trying to help you. Up, I, don't no right. I don't need no man sexy. I'm all right. I'm, I'm all right. No sexy. I'm
1: all
2: right. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Uh, like Coach Daily said, shout out to his uh, his wife. Happy early birthday! And it's definitely oh yeah, happy, a, happy a early shout, birthday. Shout out today to as Coach Daily would say, one of the young great ones. Oh my Matt. boy, Matt Howard, uh, it's his birthday today. Happy
1: birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt, you intelligent, strong, young, great one with the Ivy League degree. Yeah, happy birthday. And came in, no. and no. came in, was smart enough to come in quiet.
2: University of Penn, about to get a job in Dallas. Oh, we got to get Matt on the show before yeah, we go. Holla, we Matt him on the show young, go. great one.
1: Sing my song for my wife while we go out. Man. Oh, hey, God, man, well, I'm uh, saying quiet in the background.
0: No, no, don't, don't, don't! Please, don't! You are gonna mess up everything. To it, <laughs> to see here we go. I, I can't talking. even. I can't even get through my this with all that. My car, I can't. I can't get through. Josh, you gotta stop that. One here, join the conversation. Wait, I thought you were saying
1: "Happy
2: Birthday." No, uh, he's I not singing for my wife. He's
1: singing. I don't you know, know what, what he's singing. Just do your thing. But join, join Have the conversation. I'm not even here. Just hit us up on Twitter, which will be in the descriptions.
0: Uh, or email us at the Josh the Staley. I can't even talk right. Every time <laughs> they're uh, they're yes, yes. Uh, we need his wife to drag him out of here right now. They're but they're email they're us they're at like the, Staley in the Staley and English Show. That's A N D, the Staley and English Show at gmail.com. Once again, it's Coach uh Staley, Coach Curse, and I'm your man, Coach English. Yeah, yeah. We out of here. Enjoy the week. Keep God first. Everything else will follow. Shout out to KC and Joe. Joe, Mr. Dalvin, where you at? Peace.